You guys feeling energetic? Always energetic. Mm. I am triple energetic. <laughs> oh my God. You know why I'm feeling triple energetic? Oh, topical. Why? Because we have three different energy systems that we use. Don't we, Darren? Well, funny you mention that. <laughs> <laughs> because we do have a number of energy systems, uh, yes. which could be divided into three. Yeah. So, so you've got aerobic and anaerobic. And that's probably the two that most people are you know, most familiar with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and within anaerobic, there's actually two. Yeah, and even with within aerobic, there's probably two. Yeah. Um, but aside from aerobic and anaerobic, you've also got my favorite energy system. ATP. Which is your phosphogen creatine system. Yeah. Is, is ATP correct? Is that another way of saying it? Well, you, ATP is like your body's currency for energy, right? Oh, okay. So it's not how you would describe the system. It is... Every energy system produces ATP. Okay. So ATP is the result of these energy systems. How gotcha. they get to the, to the resulting ATP is, mm-hmm. is different, but yeah. It, think about AT, ATP as like your, um, like I said, your currency, right? Like, um, you know, to make, to make energetic Touching. transactions, you gotta, you gotta have some, have some <laughs> ATP, but then, um, these energy systems are your, um, like your, your body's, um, you know, Salary or whatever mm-hmm. they're they're topping up your bank account every every time. Right. So winding so it back, three energy systems. You are anaerobic. Yep. Anaerobic. Aerobic is your long form. And aerobic. Anaerobic. Yeah, not and. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anaerobic. <laughs> and. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Aerobic. Thank you. I thought you said anaerobic twice. Oh, no, I was no, no, no. confused. So aerobic. Yep. Is your longer form duration of of, of cardiovascular training or that any type of training really? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then your anaerobic is your shorter. And within, uh, within anaerobic, you've got your lactic and alactic. Yep. But one is short bursts of energy. Think like 100 meter sprint. Well, well, typically, no, no. So typically they don't really, even though your phosphogen system is an anaerobic system, they don't consider it the two uh, anaerobic systems, right? Mm-hmm. So phosphogen creates. No, I'm just trying to lay out for everyone listening. Yeah. What are the sort of the... What are the energy systems? And then how does ATP play into each of those systems? Yeah. So if you think of, like you said, 100 meter sprint, right? Any, think about it more about the time that it takes you to perform these exercises, right? Mm-hmm. So Time and intensity. T- time and intensity. So um, if you're going, you know, an all out sprint for 10 seconds, that's going to be your phosphogen system, mm-hmm. which is kind of different to what most people talk about as your anaerobic system, which is, you know, you're your lactic acid system mm-hmm. and um, you know whenever you're converting glucose or if it's stored as glycogen to energy that's usually what people mean by your anaerobic system mm-hmm. and that's usually things that are from say about 10 seconds to about two minutes right and so we're talking sort of it, let's just talk running terms right because that's mm-hmm. probably yeah. the easiest way to understand it so anywhere between a 100 meter sprint and a 400 meter sprint yeah would be that middle system You've got your 100 meter sprint and then you've got long distance, which is your aerobic. So anything over two minutes is is kind of your aerobic. Although 400 meters is kind of still a bit uh, bit short. Maybe Uh, 800. Yeah, maybe 800 for anaerobic. Um, Which which one is resistance training? That's anaerobic, isn't it? Well, it depends on the type of resistance training that you're doing. High rep versus low rep, right? Standard circuit. Eight rep, you know. Um, It's probably anaerobic. Think Mm -hmm. about the time it's going to take you to do a set of Mm -hmm. that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because so I've, I've, I've always thought, and I think this is what's genuinely taught, is like running in general is aerobic, 
well, cardio is aerobic, whereas resistance is anaerobic. Or it depends how fast you run. No, of course, <laughs> but that's uh, as a general rule. That's how you might compare well, sp- one to the other. Well, sprinting, I wouldn't call aerobic. If you're doing no, like no, sprint no. interval sessions and things yeah. like that, it becomes aerobic. Mm-hmm. But if you're just doing a an all-out 100-meter sprint, mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider that aerobic. So that's more or less the same sort of exercise as a, a six to eight rep, I don't know, chest press. Well, it's different, but it's, it's yes, uses similar energy systems. Um, well, no. In the context of energy, that's what I mean. Well, um, it's it's more, um, you know, these energy systems don't live in isolation. They're not absolutes, right? Mm-hmm. It's more like uh, gears in your car, right? You know, sometimes <laughs> you're in first gear, sometimes you're in, in second gear, sometimes you're in third gear. But if you're, you know, on your journey, throughout your journey from, from your home to... Um, to the footy field, oh, it's um, it's, it's you're shifting analogy. gears, right? Like you're, you're shifting gears depending what you do. There are a few things. It could I be hate. a long, a long. No, that was a really good More analogy. Than your euphemisms. Okay, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna explain it why that is a really good analogy. You might be going for a really cruisy Sunday drive, yep. right? Or you know, long distance cruisy run. Mm-hmm. At certain points in that run or that drive, you are going to have to shift down into second gear mm-hmm. to climb a hill. Right, you can't stay in fourth gear climbing a hill. So you know you will then switch the type of energy can, system. Can you drive a manual car? Huh? No. No. That's, that's <laughs> my, I was wondering why it wasn't making sense to him. Okay, when you're in an Uber, <laughs> you see the guy playing with the thing <laughs> in the middle. Yeah, I thought he was just fiddling with the uh, what's yeah. it called, the handbrake. <laughs> that's why Hal sits in the middle front seat. Um, <laughs> boom. Um. <laughs> so yes, that it's the same thing. Long distance run, you will actually switch over to different energy systems mm-hmm. because yeah, you, you've got hill climbs, you've got this certain you know the sprint to the finish could be different. Mm-hmm. And circling so, so back to your weightlifting, mm-hmm. right? So while you're lifting weights, that's anaerobic. Mm-hmm. But while you're, you know, after you finish your set, you're breathing heavy, mm-hmm. right? That's a, that's your aerobic system uh, working hard to replenish mm-hmm. your um, your ATP. Mm-hmm. Now um, these systems work very differently, right? So, you know, we've got your, your phosphogen, your anaerobic, your aerobic. Which system has the highest capacity? What do you mean capacity? Capacity. Like, yep. which can produce the most ATP? Oh, ooh, I reckon phosphogen. It's aerobic. Damn. Um, because, you know, if you think about the duration of a, of a you know, a marathon, if mm-hmm. you can run a marathon, that's a lot of energy. Um, Right, so it, it, you need really high capacity because you know the duration of this exercise is going to be quite long. See, I wish you'd rephrase the question then. Okay, but on the other side, which well, it's going to be easy now. Which energy system has the the fastest rate of ATP production? Phosphogen. Exactly. So right. that's how that's basically how it works. See, right? that's what I thought. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought you meant. Well, yeah. I said capacity. <laughs> uh, so with zero context yeah but, but th- that, that makes sense it's like okay which energy system do you think you would use the most to expend the most amount of energy at any point in time of course it's going to be your anaerobic because you can do more cardio than you can any other sort of exercise yeah so general. but basically how it works is you know your phosphogen system um these numbers are going to be made up mm-hmm. i don't know the real numbers but um say <laughs> it releases, releases one atp right for you know, it's gonna it's gonna take you thousands of, of molecules of ATP to do uh, you know a sprint or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, say it releases one ATP, that's enough for you to do your um, your sprint, right? But then your fuel, fuel tank's empty of mm-hmm. phosphogen, so then you're gonna 
as soon as that's empty, you're going to start shifting into anaerobic. And obviously, you know, your leg's going to start moving a bit slower. Mm -hmm. um, but although you do have a bit more capacity there, right? Because you're converting, you know, glucose into energy. So then uh, this blood sugar is becoming, um, you know, ATP. Mm -hmm. So say that's at like, I don't know, 30 um, ATPs, right? So mm -hmm. you get, you're getting a bit more, but it takes a little bit longer. Then say by the time you get to aerobic, you know, when you're, your legs are just jelly and you're, mm -hmm. you're basically walking now at the end of this um, all-out run, sprint, whatever, um, you're going to be producing like 200 ATPs from you know a process called oxidative phosphorylation. Mm -hmm. And that's going to take a long time. Spell that? Use it in a sentence? <laughs> he uh, just did use it in did. a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically that, that's how it works. Mm -hmm. Fast rate, high capacity. It's depending on what you do. You go. Uh, well, I'm, I'm more or less switching topics entirely, but I was going to ask, can you name uh, different ingredients or different type of foods that would contribute to each of these energy systems? I imagine that each one has different sort like a fuel source. Yes, it does have different fuel sources, but it's more about your stored fuel sources, right? Mm -hmm. um, so because you mentioned you mentioned glycogen and you mentioned glucose before, I imagine glucose is more for your cardio and the anaerobic system. Glycogen and glucose is is pretty much the same thing, right? Okay. Like glycogen is just how your body stores glucose. Right. So, um, yeah, that's for your anaerobic system, right? Mm -hmm. So, and think about glucose. Um, sugar. So, it come from what food more than anything else? Yeah, exactly. It's going to come foods. from food, but you know your body can um, you know produce it from proteins or whatever. Well, how else are you going to get sugars yeah. if you don't get them from food? I wasn't, I wasn't expecting <laughs> to be challenged there. I'm just and leading the horse to water. And yeah. then, you know, your phosphogen system, um, your body can produce creatine, mm -hmm. but it's much better when you supplement with Masashi creatine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a question. Can your body produce enough creatine to sustain a lot of this type of ed energy um, it and can. activity? It can, because, you know, there's sprinters out there that have never taken creatine in their life. Mm -hmm. However, does taking additional creatine to what your body can produce provide a benefit then yes we know that's true because mm -hmm. creatine is one of the most studied ingredients of all time mm -hmm. yeah um and then you know when it comes to your aerobic system uh this is where fat is actually uh you know at these lower intensities carbohydrates and fat uh, is pretty much what's what's fueling you mm -hmm. and if you're going to extreme endurance you literally you know break down your muscles to produce it um produce energy especially if you're already very lean yeah your body doesn't have much body fat mm -hmm. stores to tap into. What yeah. what roles do um, electrolytes and B vitamins play in the three energy systems? How do they contribute to fueling your exercise? Well, B vitamins, uh, vitamins in general, are going to be pretty important in converting the food that you eat into energy or stored energy. Is that is that the role of like a, a B six and a B twelve? Do they actually help you convert energy from another source? Is that their function? Um, that. That's part of their function, but mm -hmm. you know, in this process that I just talked about, oxidative mm -hmm. phosphorylation, mm -hmm. it's a multi-step process, right? That's why it takes so long to produce all this ATP. Mm -hmm. But throughout that process, it's gonna have inputs and, and outputs of different um, different um, compounds in your body, mm -hmm. right? Some of these come from vitamins. Do you reckon more uh, people produce ATP at different rates? Depending yeah. on who you are? Oh, like definitely you know yeah. um based on what based on training yeah okay right like you know you're not you're not born with these energy systems optimized different exercises and different training um you know ultimately changes how your energy systems perform and you know your different types of muscle that you have mm -hmm. fast twitch muscle is going to favor you know 
fast twitch exercises like your things that use your phosphagen system and your anaerobic system whereas slow twitch muscle is you know really about your aerobic system so that's why genetics can play a lot into it as well it's like yeah. if you're a heavily muscled person you're you're generally going to gravitate or be better at anaerobic style of sports mm-hmm. whereas like your long distance runners they're not not built like sprinters. Well, if, if we're simplifying that to the point of idiocy, that you're saying that a long-distance runner is better at long-distance because they train long-distance running, whereas a sprinter may be better at sprinting but they might. They train But sprinting. there's a, probably a but genetic might, component too. Yeah, like yeah. if a long-distance runner was yeah, genetically yeah. suited to be running long-distance, they, they can train to be a sprinter as much as they want. Mm-hmm. If they can't put on muscle tissue or they don't have much fast twitch muscle fiber mm-hmm. yeah it's going to be tough for them to be a good competitive sprinter gotcha. if, if you're jamaican you might have a bit <laughs> of uh, you know be born with a bit more fast twitch fibers whereas if you're ethiopian you might be born with a bit more slow twitch right yeah or if you're a white guy you've got no twitch yeah you've just got nothing yeah ask, ask woody harrelson about that <laughs> i'll ask you about that white men can't jump um, I heard you throwing up triple doubles in your, in your game. How? What? Um, yeah, yeah. What energy systems do you think a game of basketball uses? Oh, that's oh, a, this all is good. three, for sure. Yeah, but, but I'd, I'd I'd say definitely more. Um, oh, depends. Phosphagen for sure. There's a lot of sprinting, but definitely uh, aerobic as well because it's for such a long period of time. Yeah, I think it's more the jumping that would be phosphagen, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's explosive. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know about the sprinting because you're not really sprinting you right. are but not yeah. as frequently as you are just like running at a moderate pace yeah, yeah. and it might it, it's really a really short sprint yeah you know we're not talking 100 meters here it's, no you know no, it no, might no. be five meters to sprint for the ball or you or know. like down the court would be you know yeah, yeah. even that i don't know are you truly sprinting when you're running back down the court but basketball is probably a sport yeah. where you're changing gears very fast yeah, yeah, yeah a lot exactly. yeah yeah Hmm. Um, a, lot of, a lot of sports are I, I think even endurance athletes are pretty unaware um, that they mm-hmm. they could benefit from supplements thing, like creatine as well yeah like that analogy used before you, they are constantly shifting gears what about mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu <laughs> anaerobic no oh. it's be it'd be the same as basketball you, you flick in between yeah. really even though yeah. you spend most of your time there's like a lot of just displaying strength. static static yeah. holding yeah. and yeah there's a lot of that it's probably probably need a quite a bit of anaerobic is, is yeah there's bu- explosions of yeah. uh, but it's not you know i don't think there's that light jog that you have in basketball as much right hmm. well there's a bit of that Depends on your style of your game. There are also a lot of breakages in basketball, as in breakages in time. You know, there's timeouts even during the play. Someone, you know, three players can be standing in the corner waiting for the ball. What about powerlifting, Darren? Powerlifting is easy. It's 100 (laughs) percent. Bam, bam. Every every uh, you know every competition lift is less than 10 seconds. Right, it's one rep. So it's pretty pretty easy analogy to understand. Yeah, powerlifting and sprinting are you know the two most Mm-hmm. phosphogen heavy things that you can do so when you sort of you have an all-out sprint or you've lifted one maximal one maximal sort of rep um deadlifting or whatever how long does it take for your atp to build back up again well different people are different right yeah like some people can go back and, and sprint pretty quickly but it also depends on you know how well your aerobic system is is trained because that, that's how, um, you know, you replenish this ATP yep. at the same time. Mm. So the fitter you are aerobically could actually benefit you um, yeah. for a different form of energy. And a lot of powerlifters don't know that. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, 
Well, that's why I was asking. It's but like on the other even hand, as a powerlifter, yeah. you, you should be training your aerobic system as well. 100%. But on the other hand, you know, you don't want to train it too much and yeah, compromise, uh, yeah, compromise your, your main thing, which mm. is uh, fast twitch explosive movements. Mm. Basketball is almost, I, I mean, not going to use the word the opposite, but it's, it's, it's different in the sense that it's like you almost don't want to be training your anaerobic, you, oh, sorry, your aerobic yeah. fitness as much because it is mostly just like running at pace. Yeah. So going going for a five to ten kilometer run might be good for your health in general, good for your anaerobic fitness, but it might not really help you on the basketball court. Well, well, you know, I reckon it would. Yeah. How long's a basketball game? Uh, anywhere between depends on the level, forty-five to ninety minutes. So you need to be conditioned to go for forty-five to ninety minutes. And I personally, I would argue the best way to do that is to do um, interval training, like sprinting, not a long, slow run. Well, I, you'd, I would recommend both. Yeah, I recommend some days a long, slow run and some days doing your sprints. You look at, I, I, I equate, you look at basketball like mixed martial arts, right? Mm. It's shorter duration, like it, it could be 15 minutes through to 25-minute fight, but not all of that is just, you know, constantly at it, at it, at it. There's periods where they're sort of just switching between energy systems as well. Mm. But you, you yeah. need to train all. You, you have all to train three. all, yeah, because, you know, it, you're... You know, while you're sprinting and jumping, um, you you know byproducts of these systems of your of your anaerobic or lactic acid system, right? That's going to be cleared by your your um, slow twitch muscle that you're building f- from your aerobic system, mm-hmm. right? Like that's why you know when we sprint, sometimes we go for our lunchtime workouts. I, I end up throwing up because <laughs> I, get, I get a so I get a bu- right. <laughs> <laughs> I get a build up of lactic acid because you know yeah. I'm all fast twitch. And actually, I've been I've p- I was part of an experiment once once where they. They drilled into you. They drilled into my thighs. Yeah. Uh, this muscle um, oh, at the, on your upper thighs, your vastus medialis. They took a little pea-sized piece of muscle out. Yeah. It's called muscle biopsy. Hmm. And they analyzed it for the pronation angle and the, uh, you know, fiber composition. And I was pretty much all fast twitch because hmm. that's when I was, you know, competing quite heavily in powerlifting. Hmm. You all yeah. t- you you melted the um, the test tube as well apparently. Yeah, um, it's a bit radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about your thighs. <laughs> We've mentioned fast, medium, slow twitch muscle fiber a lot in this as well. Mm-hmm. So should we be training all all of those um, those muscles as well? Well, you, you should, but also dependent on your sport. Depends right? on your sport and your activity, right? Like you know, a basketball player or a boxer or somebody that you know does. Needs to kind of have a bit of everything. Needs to explode, ne- but needs to you know keep going. And you should definitely you know train everything, and it's all going to have a, a crossover. Whereas if you're a sprint cyclist, you know focus on sprint cycling, mm-hmm. and um, you know if you're tra- training for the I don't know if you're a powerlifter, you got to do you got to lift the weights, right? That's your, your priority. Yeah, so, yeah. Every so it's your main main exercises and your uh, accessories. Mm-hmm. So going back to the question I asked before, for each of these three energy systems, um, can you speak to a fuel for each one? So obviously, uh, phosphogen main fuel system would be what creatine. Yep. Whereas anaerobic fitness would be, oh sorry, aerobic fitness would be a- anaerobic. Glucose. You could roughly say it's carbs. Yeah. Okay. Um, and your aerobic, um, you know, it's more about your metabolic health. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's where things like electrolytes and vitamins are going to be quite important. But really, it's using carbs and fat as as fuel. Interesting. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's more about how well trained your body is mm-hmm. at using those. What if you don't have, what if you're depleted in carbs and, and fairly lean? What happens then? What does your body use for energy? 
Well, you know, if, you, if you're empty of glycogen and carbs um, and you don't have much fat to use, it's going to end up breaking down your, your muscle. So mm -hmm. your body can actually convert muscle into glucose mm -hmm. um, and then it'll use that as energy. Which I'm assuming is why even if you're, say, a long distance runner, short distance runner, even if you're not lifting a whole lot of weight, protein is a good idea for your diet. Yeah, protein yeah. helps everything. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. ultimately, remember, it's about the muscle. The fast twitch and slow twitch is all muscle, and muscle is made from protein. You can only, you can only store so much gas in the gas tank, too. So <laughs> depending on the length and the intensity of the exercise, you, you could you could utilize all those stored carbs. You, you know I, don't, I don't like the way you, you phrase that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got another analogy for you, yeah. Hal. So <laughs> Lay it on me. Um, fast twitch and slow twitch, right? Think about red meat and white meat. Yep. All right? So you know, think about a cow. Mm -hmm. It's just mm. moving along. Um, moving slowly from patch to patch, just like a sheep, right? Um, sheep's go bar. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, when, when, you, when you eat the meat of a cow or a, a sheep um, or a lamb, um, it's red, right? Because, you know, it's, it's well oxygenated. There. Name more animals that produce red meat, Darren. Keep going. Well, You're okay. three. Keep going. Kangaroo. <laughs> bear. Deer. Deer. Um... I think I heard a duck is red meat. Um, nah. To be verified. So that's grey. Yeah. Make your point. I was kidding. Anyway, so <laughs> red meat, right? Like, think about how these animals live. They've got a lot of, you know, um, oxygenation in their blood. They're mm -hmm. really good at aerobic things, you know, slow, long mm -hmm. exercises. Now you think about white meat. Mm -hmm. Think about how a chicken runs chicken. around. Crocodile. It's sprinting, all right? Ooh. It's explosive. Fish. Um, yeah, fish swimming through water explosively. Mm -hmm. That's all. You know, not full of, not full of, uh, you know, the, the hemoglobin and things that you see. And they're quick. Yeah. That's interesting. That's I never thought right? about that. Yeah. yeah. So. Why does red meat contain more creatine than white meat? That's a good question. Mm. We'll look that up and we'll get back to you all. On yeah. <laughs> um, that will just cut that down. But yeah, that's just one yeah. way to think about <laughs> of, of different muscles and different activities, right? <laughs> like, it's like animal muscles, not, not the same. What color would your meat be? Um, definitely white meat. <laughs> <laughs> the other white meat. Anyway, um, um, which, uh, i got a question for you, Darren. Uh -oh. Which energy system did Miyamoto Masashi use the most during his sword fights? Oh, I think you should refer to the book and find a quote where he talks about which energy system he used. <laughs> Baby, the other, other white meat. <laughs> okay, this I is... That movie. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> Okay, oh, this is going to be an interesting one. <laughs> uh, Let I him scour through those. I can't, I can't wait for the day you actually pick out a quote that is like word for word, super specific to the topic we're talking do about. Do you do long distance training as well, Hal? No, just, I do. Just I, mainly sprints. Well, I do like most of my sprinting is 100 to 200 meter sprints, but I try and minimize the rest in between. Mm -hmm. So I end up running like 3Ks plus, but own like in a sprint fashion and then resting in between. Do you do shorter sprints for basketball? Like I, do, I, do, I do everything. So I do, I start, I start for like five meter sprints mm -hmm. and do sets of four and then work all my way up to 200 or 400. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm hitting all oh, of it. What a good quote. Here we go. Uh, it won't be, but no, here we yeah, go. <laughs> it's like word for word what we're talking about. Oh. <laughs> okay. How did you just get that on the page? Ooh. There is no difference between walking and running into battle or walking and running in everyday life except for speed. 
Yeah, that's pretty spot on. I like that. <laughs> that is that's good. Like that's that. pretty good. Yeah, that's spot <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Damn. That's wow. Gonna, that's going to be hard to beat. Yep. That is very that good. That is deep. Mm-hmm. That is pretty deep. <laughs> so, no, there is no difference walking or running and training and in battle or, you know, sports field. So, mm-hmm. tra- train like how you play. Both. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, speeds the difference. That's the most important thing. Just, yeah. just train appropriately. That's your best quote, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good one. Too nice. much too much weights, not enough speed work. Okay. It's a New Zealand job. You'll get it for one day. <laughs> what the fuck is it in New Okay, whatever. <laughs> let's, let's wrap this up. All right. Musashi right. up. Out.